Welcome to Focused on Forward. The purpose of this podcast is to focus on recovery from life situations, be it a disease, chronic or acute, perhaps the loss of someone so dear to you in death, or a change of life patterns that has affected you so profoundly that you have no choice but to find your new normal and become focused on moving forward. Each episode is designed to show the positivity that people bring to each and every one of their stories, the successes they've had, ways that they have become so definitively focused on moving forward. We look forward to sharing their stories, and we hope that they inspire you just as much as they have inspired us. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Focused on Forward. Today, we have the privilege of talking with Tom Kendrick. Tom is the host of a podcast called The Good Divorce Podcast. Now, you might listen to that title, and you might automatically assume that Tom is an anti-marriage, oh, God, everybody needs to be divorced uh, type of person, but that's not the case at all. Tom uh, will explain what the the title means here in, in a few minutes, but he's also going to talk about his journey through his marriage, through his through his divorce, and ultimately into podcasting and how each of those steps affected him mentally and emotionally. And so we're looking forward to this discussion with Tom, and we hope that this is something that you guys uh, will enjoy as well and be educational for you. So, Tom, thank you for joining Focused on Forward today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be uh, having a place to share this particular part of my story and uh, in the hopes that it, some, somebody out there, I imagine they would, uh, will find it useful in some way for their own situation. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, before we get into your story, and eventually we're going to talk about your podcast, but since I kind of teased it there for a second, explain the, the title, The Good Divorce. Sure. Um, the title is meant to... Uh, be a message of hope, I guess, um, for myself and I'm sure certain many others uh, besides me. Um, I grew up and learned that divorce was probably not the, the greatest thing or it was a very or even a bad thing or very bad or you know, negative, lots of negativity surrounding it. And uh, so having that as my uh, basis of knowledge um, when the uh, utterance of separation occurred in my own home um, you know that was a hard thing to take because of that negative connotation and so uh, as we'll get into working through that process you know, I found that it's not as bad as I thought it was and doesn't even need to be bad at all. Um, and, and so working through that, I found that I felt that I wanted to find some way to give back to people in a way that would be helpful and just help to you know, switch, change, uh, flip the script on what divorce is. And, um, and so uh, that's kind of the uh, basis of that title that uh, divorce can be good. Uh, it's 
that certainly does not mean it's not easy or is easy or anything like that. There's certainly hard parts to it, but in the end, uh, there, there can be good in it if you, uh, you know, strive to see it and, uh, make sure you put it in there. Okay. Well, very good. All right. So a little bit of, uh, you get what you put into it and what you put out, you know? Okay. Excellent. All right. So if you would please now uh, include us in your story, tell us uh, about uh, how you got to where we are. Sure. Uh, Well, uh, got married uh, fairly young at 23, uh, fresh out of college. Uh, We had dated for uh, five years, uh, long distance. Um, And, just in kind of talking now, uh, after uh, the divorce has been final for a bit, you know, I I think we've both kind of decided that or have learned that, you know, the the move to the marriage was kind of just seen as the next step, um, you know, with I mean, certainly some thoughtfulness for a 23 year old. Um, but, uh, you know, perhaps not quite as deep as it could have been or whatever, but you know, that that's all that's in the past. They can't be changed. So we just move forward with it. Um, and, and it's not like, I mean, so we were married for, um, 16 years, and uh, we have uh, two sons, uh, eight and four years old. And um, I mean, we've certainly had many good and happy years together. Um, and even at the end, it was not anything that was what you know what you might call stereotypical of big, loud and out fights and things like that. It was, it was more of a what people who have experienced might know as a kind of silent falling out where communication kind of broke down and uh, on both sides of it for us. And um, there were some other uh, life changes for her that uh, probably uh, helped her to determine some things as far as uh, her needs in the relationship and and so there was a uh, day that happened that uh, the you know word uh, separation was mentioned um, and was to me initially uh, somewhat shocking um, and through just through those early stages, weeks and months, um, you know, we were able to have some fairly in-depth and frank conversations um, about, you know, where where we were, how we got here, um, what each of us uh, thought we wanted to try or not try or uh, things like that. Um, uh, one thing that I, I I do like to mention and bring up because it's a it's a it's my, my understanding is that it's a fairly new um, 
therapy process is uh, we, and we just happened upon a therapist who is trained in this. Uh, it's called discernment therapy. It is a, uh, it is a therapy designed for a couple um, to work through the, the decision uh, to work through making the decision whether to uh, there's base, there's kind of three paths um, that it wants you to take. Uh, you remain as is status quo. You decide to move forward in the divorce process, or you decide to move forward in an, uh, in an actual couples therapy um, uh, situation. Okay. And, um, it was, uh, it was, it was useful, um, uh, for our own part. Um, and I'll mention also it is, it is time limited. It is not an endless thing that just goes on forever with no you know, end in sight or any plan or anything like that. You, you get five, uh, meetings with this therapist, um, in order to work through, and then you you each uh, you each work alone and together with th- that same therapist, um, and um, and so to help you through that decision making process. It, it I mean okay. effectively it's a decision making process. So um, so for in our own use circumstance, um, we ended up only stepping into uh, into two of those meetings. Um, which from my experience, I have recommended and said that if you can, if you can use more, if you can use all five, try as much as you can to, um, just to make sure you really know that you've put in that time and thought into it. So, um, I, even though we only had the two meetings, I did feel, uh, I got use out of it, uh, and it led me to some other things that helped me to further solidify my in my own mind um, that uh, the divorce was was the, the right decision. Um, uh, because it, uh, I will be honest and say that when that decision was uh, announced to me. Um, again, it was somewhat shocking. I was not quite prepared, uh, for that to be the case that quickly, um, at the time. But, uh, as I said, uh, I've found some other things later on to kind of help me through that myself. And, and even, I mean, even today, a year and a half after the legal process has been finalized, um, I'm still finding uh, certain things that are useful to me that uh, just help me to clarify that. You know, I guess I'll I'll give the example of. Um, I mean, it, it was just yesterday, actually. Um, I had this appointment and left it and was just kind of reviewing in my mind what 
what had happened in the appointment, and it, my thought process led me to uh, realizing that um, my uh, introvertedness, uh, I, <laughs> I consistently test as an introverted personality type, um, that for me in the relationship, I realized that I perhaps um, was not able, had not found the, the source of energy recharge for myself in order to be able to have energy to put into uh, the relationship enough. Um, a lot of the introvert, extrovert uh, knowledge that's out there is, is a kind of about that energy source and where, you know, where, where do you get your energy from? Do you get it from other people or do you get it from your own alone time? And then how do you recharge? Right. Uh, and so, you know, f f for me, I was, I, you know, I realized that I didn't really have a good, for a long time, a, a good recharge source for myself. And so um, it's possible that for a time I was working in some energy deficit, so to speak, and was not putting what was needed into the relationship and that uh, perhaps could have built up over time. So, uh, okay. uh, yeah, that's a, an ongoing process. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, that's, that's all part of growth, right? As, as we get older and as we learn more about ourselves, we, we make changes. We, we continue to clarify who and what we are and, and, and make those constructive changes so that we can hopefully become a better person as we, as we grow older. But uh, let's circle back for a moment to when, when you're talking about the initial separation and, and when the, the conversation of separation came about. Now for many people, there's, and you brought this up in, in while you were talking about it, there's a stigma attached to the word separation. There's a, a stigma attached to the word divorce and immediately, and, I, and that's why I like the theme and the title of your podcast, uh, is that, uh, you know, the good divorce, that there, there's, I like the fact that you're trying to remove the stigma from that. But what was your initial response mentally, emotionally to that word, that word separation? Um, I mean, it was... I as I said, I was, I was not prepared to, uh, even, you know, even think that that was a thought that was happening, um, necessarily. Um, I mean, probably for a year prior to that, uh, conversation, you know, I, I myself was aware that, you know, our, we were, I was sensing distance communication was not the greatest, but, uh, I mean, it was a hard thing to hear. It was, um, you know, it was, uh, I mean, it was all, it was all the feelings, frustration, sadness, uh, anger, um, those things, you know, all kind of whirlwinded together. Um, very shortly after that, I, I took up uh, journaling as well. And so 
um, which was I, I found to be a good help in you know just getting thoughts out and put somewhere else and not being not having them stuck in your head and just mulling and um, you know just going over and over and over them again and again uh, that at a certain point that ends up being a, a distraction it's not healthy um, sure so um it so yeah i mean it was it was a difficult thing to hear at first and if my i believe my memory serves correctly that in that initial conversation uh i have to give my uh former spouse, uh, a large deal of credit for also saying and expressing that, uh, acknowledging that we, you know, had been and could continue to be a good parenting team, um, that uh, as, as parents to our sons, you know, that part was something that was, you know, still strong and uh, was was generally not affected by everything else. And so, having her say that at the very start was a large help for me to be be able to start be able to think of po- the positives of okay. of what. You know, yeah, the, it helps you to wrap your head around it. Yes, yes. Um, you know what? What could be? What you know? What will be? What uh, you know? What is? I mean, it was a it was an acknowledgement of something still good there, and so um, you know, having that was. I mean, again, it was a good help for me just uh, to work through and keep that in mind and, and, and to not let then the divorce process turn into the, you know, the big negative, bitter battles that sure. do, do occur. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. So, you know, some of the people that I talked to and, and some of the reading that I've done suggests that uh, on the, on the top, 10 things that could be the most stressful things that somebody could go through that divorce is only second to the loss of a loved one. Um, as far as a stressor is concerned. And because of that, there are also some physical side effects that many people go through, you know, it's like uh, loss of sleep. There's some digestive health issues, um, things along those lines. Did you experience any of those side effects or, what did you have a different path? Uh, that's a really good insight. Um, uh, I did. Um, the, initially, I did have a kind of a loss of appetite. Um, I couldn't eat as much or just didn't feel like eating, you know, at normal times. My phone uh, weight tracking will, you know, sh- showed a weight loss, uh, not significant but uh some uh during those first few months um i don't 
I don't think I had trouble with sleep necessarily. Um, but I mean, I had, I had trouble with, you know, focus at work because I had all sure. this other stuff going through my mind and I didn't know this right away, but I would, I, I kind of started just going on walks when I, it just really felt worked up or something about whatever. And, uh, just, just walking would help kind of settle that out. And, you know, I could continue on with my day or night and, um, it wasn't until uh, a little bit later in working with my therapist that uh, I learned about the uh, EMDR therapy, um, which I always forget the letters. It's eye, eye movement, EMD, desensitization uh, and reprogramming, I think something, something along those lines. And, um, reprocessing. yes, there we go. Reprocessing. Yeah. Eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing. This is actually the second time I've heard this, uh, about this therapy today. I've never heard of it before and I've heard about it twice today. This is kind of cool. (laughs) Interesting. So, um, uh, yes, it's, it's a very interesting therapy. Um, it the real quick basics is um it's attempting to mimic what uh happens during REM sleep with the rapid eye movement um and it is utilizing uh bilateral movements of your own body and through with the guidance of the trained therapist then to uh work through whatever I mean, it's geared toward traumas um, of mm-hmm. any type, and uh, you know, to use that uh, bilateral movement then to assist your brain then into doing the processing uh, to you know, kind of finalize the um, whatever didn't get finalized uh, in in the event. So. Uh, and so, so going through that, and learning about what that process is, you know, walking, running—that's all a bilateral movement. And so, just just my own walking, and then I've I've I also kind of took up running as well. That you know, that was helping. I didn't really know why at the time uh, because of that. And so, um, okay, uh, that's kind of a a process I've found that would helped me. Um, okay. You know, one of the things I ask people is what they're doing now to kind of help themselves continue to move forward. So it sounds like you've been doing some journaling, walking, running. Anything else that you've added to your your list of uh, how you keep yourself focused on forward? Um, I, I I try to do uh, try to do reading. Um, try to find uh, books, titles, topics uh, that uh kind of in whatever moment i'm in uh that they feel like they're the you know what i need for right then um okay. i i really enjoy and have gotten a lot out of um uh brene brown's work uh in particular the 
uh, her audio book of Rising Strong as a Spiritual Practice. Okay. Um, I also read um, Man's Search for Meaning uh, by Viktor Frankl, a uh, Holocaust camp survivor. Um, and I intend to read that again here soon. Um, uh, that, I mean, that, that posed a great message of being able to recognize that you can get through nearly anything and just that that's a, that's that just that that's possible. Um, the, the way that he wrote that book and, you know, described his experiences in, in the camp and the liberation and, um, and being, being a survivor then just really, you know, showed me a new message of you can move on with your life. <laughs> Anybody okay. can move on with their life. Uh, so that was okay. a good, uh, a good message for me. Excellent. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Since 1982, Vital Signs and Graphics has been helping professionals with all their image, logo, and design needs. Perhaps you're looking for signs and banners, truck and trailer lettering, business cards, brochures, or other image and marketing aids, Vital Signs and Graphics in-house design studio has you covered. From logos to apparel, start to finish, Vital Signs and Graphics has everything you need to look and feel professional. Call Rick at 231-652-3300. He'll get you noticed. And now back to Focused on Forward. All right, so Tom, let's let's transition here and talk about how you got to the point of deciding that you wanted to sit in front of a microphone and and do some podcasting how did you come up with the show how did you come up with the title of the show and uh you know where can people find it yeah um well yeah just as i uh kind of worked through my stuff with my reading and journaling and things that i've mentioned um uh oh uh, another place that i went it was uh Reddit, uh, the website, uh, yeah. and, um, yeah, there's, there were, uh, several particular uh, channels, whatever the term is that they use, uh, that I, um, was good to just read other people's, you know, people would put their stories and experiences out there and to, uh, just know that I wasn't alone, that there were other people, uh, you know, at, at sometimes people would be, have written something very closely matching what I was experiencing right then as well. And uh, I, I wanted to be able, I had a sense of wanting to be able to put something back into the world like that. Um, like I experienced in reading on, Reddit and um I wasn't quite sure what that was at first. Um I had let's see. I think I had begun listening to Tommy Eslin's The Curiosity Hour podcast uh wonderful show around you know, around this time as well just as 
something to listen to. I don't know um, what what particularly sparked me to begin listening at the time. And um, uh, yes, it is a wonderful show. And I particularly, uh, I'm a I went to high school with him, so I particularly enjoyed the the high school alum stories uh, a lot because they're people <laughs> I, I either know or I'm familiar with. Sure. Um, and but yeah, I, I just I really enjoy those stories the most of um i mean they're they're pretty much all this that you know, they're regular people with you know some something happens in their life and they just have a story to tell and the authenticity of that felt you know i began to notice that as a well that's a possible way that i could give back that you know i i myself feel like i have a a good story to tell. And so, you know, I, I want to, I want to put some positivity into this and, and help people learn that, um, it, divorce doesn't have to be bad. You know, I, cause I learned that going through the process. I, I started out right. with a very negative feeling about it and going through it myself learned that it, Again, not to say that it wasn't hard or was easy or anything like that, but it, I mean, in the end, it, I would say it's, it is a good divorce that we have now. Um, and so, you know, that, and so that's kind of where the title came from then is, you know, that was my thought process of, you know, what, what did I want to do? How do I feel about my situation? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I kind of, that's where I came up with that because, um, you know, I, I think in, as I was trying to formulate ideas for a title as you know, I was searching for what other podcasts might be out there and, um, uh, you know, there's, there's certainly plenty of, uh, you know, things that dive into the, the harder parts or, uh, the, the negativity of it or, or even, even things like, you know, how to win in your divorce and stuff like that. And, uh, that's, I was like, ah, that, that's definitely the opposite of what I'm wanting to do. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where can people find uh, the good divorce? Um, I originate from SoundCloud and I'm on, I mean, it's on, um, uh, Apple podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify, and a, a host of others that I went directly to, uh, you know, and it, my understanding is that once you're listed on Apple, it pretty much goes everywhere else. So, um, automatically. So if, uh, if you listen somewhere to podcast, I imagine you can find it. Okay. All right. Now, if Tom, if people want to find out more about, about you and, and your podcast, where's a good place for them to find out that information? Uh, the, uh, I post, uh, on Facebook as the good divorce podcast, uh, page, uh, on Instagram, as well and uh on twitter as at divorce good facebook would be the main point of following and contact um, and that'll get you to uh, 
links to the SoundCloud page to listen directly through there. It's funny how Instagram works. They don't they don't like links outside except no. for one in your bio. And so there's that there's that tool link tree that I use that yep. uh, allows you to uh, make a list of links that people can get to. So um, check out that the, wonderful hashtag link in bio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're, if, you're, if you're Instagram, check the link in bio. So that's right. Okay, cool. So and how many episodes in are you right now? I know this is your first uh, season of it. So, Oh boy. I'm let's see one. Uh, three. I have three episodes in total. Um, myself is the first one, and then uh, two other guests. That well, the my first guest was uh, one of Tommy's actually from an earlier episode. Uh, I happened to okay. be listening to that on the road, uh, at wherever I forget where I was, and um, listening to her story. I pulled off at the next rest stop and sent her an email to ask if she could be, would be interested in being a guest for me. Um, Cause I mean, her story exuded good divorce and uh, was okay. just a perfect fit. Uh, so that was my second episode. And then um, co- I get, I guess coincidentally um, and I'm going to forget the relation, but um, I believe uh, her sister's ex-husband contacted me uh, with interest in being a guest as well. So, Excellent. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. All right. So we'll put those links down in the show description when we, when we air this so that people will be able to find you. And, of course, if you have a story about a good divorce and how you have moved through your divorce – I'm sure that Tom would love to talk with you as well. And so you'll be able to to reach Tom through those social media pages and uh, offer your assistance there as well. Well, Tom, I appreciate having you on the show. But before I let you go, there are two questions that I ask every single guest on the show. All right. First question. Looking back over the entirety of your journey, what's the single greatest lesson that you have learned? Hmm. That is a tough one because um, I don't believe that's necessarily something I've considered. Um, I think I would say that you can you can be open to any change in your life, and um, you don't you don't have to fear it as much as you might think you do. Um, certainly change is hard, but I think eventually, eventually whatever is changing reaches a point where you can look back and hopefully decide that and see that that change did have value and worth and need in your life. Okay. Excellent. Now, the second question is very similar to the first question. Looking back over the entirety of your journey, what's the greatest single piece of advice you've ever received? It can be a life mantra that you've chosen to use, it, you know, family motto, things along those mm. lines. Those all play well. Um, 
I mean, the, immediately off the top of my head, and it's not even hardly related. It's not even hardly related to all that I've discussed now. But um, I mean, I'm an Eagle Scout, and the Scout motto is "Be prepared." As far as uh, the story that I've just spoken about, um, I think I would say, and it comes from a song. Um, Every storm runs out of rain. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Well, Tom, that answers my questions. And again, I thank you for being on Focused on Forward and being willing to share your story. Uh, it means a lot to not only me, that people are willing to come on and share their stories, but I'm sure that uh, your story will resonate well with the audience because, you know, the, when we talk about divorce, again, we, let's, we'll go back to the, 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 uh, the thought of the stigma and that's attached to it. And uh, it can be a traumatic event for some people. And it's definitely something that people have to, to work on, on moving forward in their life with. So thank you again for being willing to come on and thank you for sharing your story. Absolutely. I appreciate uh, you having me as a guest. All right. Okay, guys, I think that's going to conclude us today for Focused on Forward. Well, that concludes another episode of Focused on Forward. To be a guest of Focused on Forward, you can reach us through Twitter at Podcast FOF, through our Facebook page named Focused on Forward, or through email focusedonforward at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing each and every one of your stories that has yet to be told. So until then, be safe, be kind, and be loving to one another as you stay focused on forward.